0: There is nothing more satisfying and more meaningful than the love you receive from threats.
1: (laughs) Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette's Recap listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today?
0: Doing great. You are looking beautiful today. Oh,
1: my goodness. Thank you. I'm feeling very preppy today.
0: Yeah, I like this look.
1: Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's very
0: aerated. (laughs)
1: There are are a lot of holes Mm -hmm. in the bottom, good for for hot days like today. Yeah. Any housekeeping that we need to get to today?
0: Well, we are only at home for a hot minute.
1: Yes, we are clearly home right now, but the next recap will be coming to you from Canada. Our
0: home away from home.
1: Our home away from home.
0: And your home.
1: (laughs) The the home I grew up in. (laughs) Yeah, uh, only saying this because you guys seem to like to know. It's actually really cute. Yeah. Like when I posted some Switzerland photos, people were like, all right, will the next recap be from there? <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Do
0: you think people prefer recaps that are not in our living room now? Mm. I
1: wonder. I feel like people sort of like the novelty of the changing landscape and they sort of like to see how we finagle yeah. a setup. It's I don't true. know.
0: I, If I was a fan, I would be interested. It would be like a surprise. People like surprises. They like the unknown. <laughs> I mean, it's a very low bar for unknown. <laughs> But you know, it's better than nothing.
1: Okay, so that's it for housekeeping. Yeah. Not not a ton of news there. But overall thoughts on episode four.
0: On a scale of one to ten, I was above five entertained.
1: Wow. So a passing grade?
0: Yeah. Well, I think passing would be six. Yeah, but I, you I, said I, above I, five.
1: I assume I, that you're not going five point no, five.
0: It's a passing grade. Okay. You've got a D minus. Okay. <laughs>
1: And what did episode 3 get?
0: It's not It was enough. Zero nothing.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like no grade.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like episode 4 left us pretty entertained. Yeah. Not to say that we feel we were entertained for the reasons we were supposed to be entertained.
0: Don't question art. If you oh? feel if you feel emotion, if you feel joy or sadness or anger, discomfort. Oh. Uh-huh. Don't question it. Okay. Art is art. And last night's episode was some form of
1: art. <laughs> was some form of art. Yes. Okay. That was sort of an ambiguous overall thoughts on episode four, but I, I think people will understand what we mean as we get going. Mm-hmm. Shall we get going? Let's do it. Okay. So episode four kicks off with the guys in the mansion in their usual U-shape formation. We see immediately that Meatball is back. I thought it was interesting that we never saw the conclusion of that conversation with rachel i suppose it wasn't interesting enough
0: no that was the worst cliffhanger ever by the way yeah it was like that. The, uh, there's no meatball cliffhanger there's a, if only if it was a literal meatball and you were having a <laughs> picnic on a hill and the meatball rolled to a literal cliff would that be a meatball cliffhanger
1: so the discussion is all around Hayden. And Nate says, I think Hayden said some untoward things to Gabby. And you and I were oh, both like, ooh, good word. I
0: got to throw that in the rotation again. What? I haven't used that. That's a fantastic word.
1: Yes, untoward. Oh, oh
0: so good. We,
1: we had to stop the show. We had a full conversation about what a great word untoward is and how it's not used nearly enough. No, Props, I'm, Nate.
0: I'm just put at least one untoward every did I <laughs>
1: Untoward. <laughs>
0: I haven't used it in so long I can't even say it uh, un, un, Untoward Untoward. Oh right The emphasis is on the two <laughs> The emphasis is on yeah, the well, Untoward Yeah All right God it's been a long time It's a poem in itself That's Absolutely. one of those words It's literally one word It's a poem
1: In uh, Rachel's group date You could just go up there With your poem And be like untoward And, and by the way
0: <laughs> That poem would beat
1: by- All the poems
0: <laughs> By a lot <laughs>
1: So Hayden is defending himself, he's explaining the context around what he deems to be a word, rough around the edges. Gabby's the one that used the word rough around the edges. She said that? Twice. Oh, really? And I used that word to describe her.
0: Rough around the edges. <laughs> he, Referring the edges. Look, there are a lot of things someone needs to sit Hayden down about and yes. discuss with him. Mm-hmm. One of them is that there was a word called phrase. And he needs to learn it yeah. immediately.
1: And I would say the other thing that he should be sat down about is that you shouldn't call women bitches.
0: <laughs> Generally speaking, this is absolutely right.
1: Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm no, being just a just a soft sensitive? rule. A I don't know. Rule. Yeah, just soft. No. Yeah, especially general.
0: on national TV, just, probably yeah, not a great. Yeah place not a good venue
1: oh and the next thing is the uh, the third thing he should be sat down about is that just because someone refers to themselves as something doesn't mean that you as another party can refer to them as that for example gabby referring to herself in a self-deprecating manner that she's rough around the edges does not mean that you can start referring to her as that
0: hayden is one of those people where i I sit and wonder how did he get this far
1: tampa florida
0: (laughs) Mm, thanks for the reminder
1: I mean, he's 29 years old. I agree. I said last week, raised by wolves. I just don't understand. Especially since I don't get the impression. Sometimes you do. Someone like Chris, for example from two episodes ago, you're like, oh, he wanted airtime. He just wanted to get something out of this. Maybe a couple followers. Hayden. I don't think Hayden knew that he was going to be the villain in this way.
0: No. You know what he's gotten by in life was like, he's got pretty boy, like good looks, I guess. Yeah. And that's it. I think
1: he's really good looking. Yeah.
0: If he didn't have that, imagine Hayden looked like shit. He wouldn't get away with any of this. Well, that is part of the
1: problem, let's be honest, is that he would have a completely different personality if he didn't look the way he does.
0: He's gotten away with a lot of shit because of his good looks. Yeah. And that stops right here. (laughs) Until Instagram.
1: (laughs) On dear Shandy in this moment.
0: That's right. It's over for you, Hayden. Good times are over.
1: It's clear that Hayden is quite drunk, I would yep. say when he's saying a lot of the things he's saying, definitely not an excuse. I, it actually annoys me when people behave horribly on the show and then people defend them by being like, well, they were really drunk. I'm like...
0: You know what I would do if I went on this show? I would have a monitor, a BAC monitor. Really? And it would just be like, your your blood alcohol is now 0. 0.14. I'd set it. It'd be like a, a preset parameter. Okay. I think 0. 0.14 is enough. Okay. That's where you're going to start saying some dumb shit. Okay. And I would just have it like an alarm. It'd be like... And I take, okay, done drinking. Yeah, everyone should have that.
1: I mean, I've said many times that I think I drank too much on night one only on my season, and I realized it.
0: But you're very good at knowing when you've had enough.
1: Yeah, in yeah. real life, I'm like that. And also, even when I do think I've had too much, I still don't think I don't act like myself.
0: You do. You're a great drunk. You just become really goofy, and and cute. I'm a lover. You are. Yeah,
1: when I get drunk, I tell everyone why I love them and like specifically why. It's so why.
0: true. You get more loving when yeah. you're drunk.
1: But it's not just like, I love you. I'm like, I love you because of this.
0: You're specific. Yeah, yeah it's so true. It's very cute. Oh, you're the cute. opposite of a belligerent drunk. <laughs>
1: Thanks. Anyway, Hayden, drinking too much, kind of belligerent, I would say. And he's talking about how the ladies don't hold a candle to his ex. Yeah. <laughs> And he can't imagine anyone wanting to marry these girls. I mean, I had to point out, and I'll insert the clip here, how the show or the powers that be are protecting someone because he was talking to someone who was humoring him enough for him to continue.
0: That someone was someone who was probably going far in the show.
1: Uh. They were zoomed in on Hayden far enough for us to not even see the the corner, the elbow of the person he was talking to. I wrote, who are they protecting? Okay, so Jesse arrives now and says the guys are heading to France.
0: (laughs) You have won an all expenses paid trip to Eurasia. (laughs)
1: it's a little broad but we we figure it out later i thought it was interesting that two guys get to meet the ladies for dates in paris but they clearly didn't want to spring for the whole group to go to paris
0: (laughs) they they went over the cost you're like how much Uh,
1: i'll
0: stay in la Havre.
1: so gabby chooses jason and rachel chooses tino meanwhile the other guys it's wheels up in an hour see you all in france You'll figure out where specifically when we get there. (laughs) Do
0: you have an address? No, just friends.
1: (laughs) The ladies now chat in a cafe in Paris. Rachel says that last week was really upsetting, feeling rejected three times in a row. She says it was her lowest moment. And Andy, you said, poor Paris.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thoughts and prayers.
1: She calls it the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to her. She seems really hyper-focused on the shame and embarrassment factor. And I am i don't mean to belittle that. I just wish she would give a little less power to three guys, or at least in this case now two guys, who, let's be honest, was she ever really going to go for anyway?
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I, I just, you know, I totally get- It's I, principle. Yeah.
0: She's working off principle. Yes. She shouldn't be.
1: Well, it's a waste of energy. Yeah. and Oh, I mean, OK, there's, there's a lot to talk about with Rachel, so I'll pick my battles. Yeah, we'll just yeah. move on for now. So the majority of the guys meet Jesse in Le Havre and speaks to them in French. Um, I wrote, yay, Canadian. Good
0: Canadian French. You wouldn't pick Jesse out of a lineup to speak French. Yes. Isn't that wonderful about Canadians? Yeah, I thought he good. like Jesse speaks fluent French. I, no, he and speaks I'm sure, French.
1: I'm sure most French speakers will be like, oh, his French wasn't amazing. But let's be honest. On a show like this, that's that's above average foreign language speaking.
0: I completely agree. And he, especially above average for a guy like Jesse. You don't expect a guy like Jesse to bust out French.
1: Yeah, because he looks like a jock.
0: Totally. Yeah. Canadians.
1: He was Not raised, always by what the they way. they seem. He was raised like a 10-minute drive from my house. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. so he does. T- so the French he learned was just like he didn't learn it because everyone spoke French around him. He learned it in school.
1: Yeah, I imagine he went to French immersion, yeah. and he was born in Toronto. But Ottawa, if you're in Ottawa, it's very likely that you do learn some French. So yeah. it was, I was, I felt a moment I, of pride. I
0: Jesse went up one notch for me.
1: So Jesse tells the men that they will be boarding a Virgin cruise ship and will be stopping off at different ports throughout their journey. And you and I agree that this is brilliant.
0: Richard Branson. He's a billionaire for a reason. He's a smart guy.
1: Yeah. Well, I wasn't even thinking it was brilliant for Virgin, but it obviously is. But even from a logistical standpoint for the show in terms of COVID, this is utterly brilliant. You know, group dates, planning group dates, the guys sleeping quarters, moving hotels every four days, Around Europe, you know, I can see that being super complicated. And I just, I'm super impressed.
0: I mean, a cruise ship solves all those problems. Yeah. I think we should go on a virgin cruise.
1: No, we are celebrity. Oh, that's right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so Tino and Jason meet the ladies at their cafe, and the pairs go their separate ways now. While they walk through the rain, Tino makes a remark to Rachel about how he can't believe how fast and far things have gone. And Rachel's response is, what, you didn't think you'd like me? Mm. I feel like this could be playful banter if she came off more secure, but instead it was a little painful. It was yeah. the first of many painful moments.
0: Yeah, let's, let's not focus on yeah, that gotta, one. There's gotta, gotta way more to come. Here.
1: So Gabby and Jason go to a beret store, get their heads measured. And I was personally comforted that Gabby also has a size small head.
0: Yeah, you, you're very uh, self-conscious about your small head.
1: I have a small head. I, I think your head
0: is exactly the right size.
1: Thanks. Meanwhile, Rachel and Tino make crepes inside a crepe stand. And this was very cute. I was a little jealous because I've always wanted to do that.
0: Oh, make a crepe?
1: Yeah, like a real crepe, like on the flat surface. I'm pretty sure
0: you can do that if you want.
1: Yeah, I, I know how to make crepes in a pan, but I want to do it on that flat, round, perfectly flat surface.
0: I bet you there's a crepe-making class. You could Google it. Today, we could go <laughs> to a place where you can do that. <laughs>
1: okay. All in all, a very cute daytime portion. Yeah. It was funny how because they kept going from date to date, it kind of played out like a montage Yes. Okay, so the couples reconvene, and Rachel asks Gabby, do you have to go to the bathroom? And Andy, you said, I hate it when girls do that. And I said, what? No, I,
0: I don't hate it. It just makes me a little uneasy because, I don't know, are they going to the bathroom to say nice things about me, or are they going to the bathroom to say mean things? What if, and let's be honest, women are not going to the bathroom because they need help in the bathroom. They're going to the bathroom <laughs> to talk shit, right? It's like, that. you know, it's like, it reminds me of when... You're in a car with with some friends or acquaintances yeah. and you get dropped off first. No one wants to be the person <laughs> dropped off first. That's that's the worst spot. Yeah. But you leave and you're like, what's going on in there? They're saying something bad about you. Well,
1: me. they I mean they're talking about you.
0: Yeah. And someone's gonna say it may be mostly nice, but there's always someone who's gonna talk shit about you.
1: All I will say is that I am often this girl. I like to go to the bathroom with other Girls, I like, it's just a very girly thing to do. And yes, we do discuss the men we are there with. And it just felt very realistic. I thought it was cute.
0: It was. I liked it. I liked it. I'm just saying I don't necessarily want to be
1: the guy in that situation. So in the evening, Rachel and Tino have dinner in a beautiful cathedral. Mm -hmm. And they talk about what happened at the rose ceremony. She says she supposes she's insecure to be as affected by that as she was. I really loved that she acknowledged this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I do think it takes, you know, some self-awareness to admit that. So Rachel immediately starts talking about her career here. She says that past partners, it sounds like one ex in particular, have not approved of her career as a pilot because and this one in particular seems to have complained about his future of potentially looking after the kids while she was gone and the potential of her cheating on him. It's ridiculous. He sounds insecure.
0: It's like, like refusing to pay for a meal because you think there's a chance you may get diarrhea in like seven hours.
1: (laughs) It actually kind of is like, okay. So Tino really hits all the marks here. Now he says that her passion for her career lights him up. Ding, ding, ding. And that, th- and they agree that they want a family. She confirms she really wants a family, and she really wants to get married. And it's Andy, like you were laughing, here.
0: pushing the envelope.
1: <laughs> You're really going out on a limb on the yeah. Bachelorette. I really want yeah. a family, and she's, I really want she's to got get married. rein it
0: in a little bit. Take it easy.
1: <laughs> Rachel says she really likes him, and he says he wouldn't continue to accept roses if he wasn't willing to go for it. And Andy, you said, yeah, you would. <laughs> It's funny, I can't tell if Tino's too good to be true. Like, he seems perfect, especially for her.
0: I don't know, are they setting us up for a turn? I think that he looks like a really formidable frontrunner.
1: Yes, he's got the look, he's saying the right things, he seems to only have eyes for her. It's just hard to imagine anyone even coming close to him, and it just feels too obvious for episode four.
0: Maybe because Rachel is so specific about what she needs. It is obvious.
1: Is she that specific about what she needs? I feel like what Rachel needs is someone to tell her what she wants to hear. and But he's to- telling
0: her what she wants to hear all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's nailing that. Okay, so Rachel gives him the rose. She says it's the easiest rose she's had to give, and they make out. And then they go to make out more on the locks bridge, the famous yeah. bridge with the locks. Oh, we were on that bridge. Yeah, The yes which you apparently debated proposing Oof, to me on. That would have been a
0: bad move.
1: Oh, I'll, p- I'll link our proposal yeah. episode, but if you had done that...
0: This podcast wouldn't exist. <laughs> I don't
1: know if it would. And he says in his ITM, he truly believes he was meant to find Rachel.
0: Where? When? <laughs> from, from what point?
1: And Andy, while they made out, you said fireworks. Fireworks? And I said, I don't think they can afford fireworks in Paris. And then you said, sparklers? <laughs> and we never got either.
0: <laughs> I really thought there was something coming.
1: Yeah, no, Paris is too expensive. Too expensive. So on the cruise ship now, Erich. Should we, should we commit to Erich? Yeah, people some are people are very upset about Erich. Yeah.
0: I mean, maybe, maybe the joke needs to be put to rest. Maybe yeah, it's but over.
1: I, but to me, I also, because I'm a spite-driven person, if someone, after we put so much work into a recap, their only comment is to complain about how we pronounce something. How about this? It just makes me want to do it more.
0: I, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm with you. But let's do this. Let's start saying Eric with the promise that all the people who hated us saying Eric will never complain about anything else. <laughs> ever.
1: Wait, with Dear Shandy or with in dear life? Dear
0: Shandy. No, oh. in life they can complain about oh, anybody. okay. And they will. Okay. But with us, no more. Yeah. Do we have a deal? Yeah,
1: you have to pick your battles in life. And here you have decided the battle you want to pick is with Erech.
0: Yeah. So we are officially never saying Erech <laughs> again, except for this one last time, Erech. <laughs> Sorry, that's the end. After that time, we're never saying it again. for you, we will say Eric, but you have to promise... No more.
1: hmm
0: No more. We're friends now.
1: <laughs> this is our olive branch. Okay, so going on this group date with Gabby are Nate, Kirk, Quincy, Eric, Michael, nice. Mario, Spencer, and Johnny. And the date card reads: Love conquers all, but not without a fight. So we get our requisite violent yeah. date. Mm-hmm. We all knew this was coming. Par for the course. So now it is the evening for Gabby's and Jason's one-on-one. Gabby comments on how Jason is pretty reserved, and he says he's a pretty private guy. And he alludes to being uncomfortable with the cameras all around him. And he says that when he first got there, he was so overwhelmed, he couldn't eat or sleep for a few days. I thought this was adorable. It was
0: so cute. Yes. I mean, that's a normal thing.
1: Yes. And it shows such a lack of ego in him that he could just admit this no ego yeah he was like i'm so overwhelmed yeah he's just like
0: there he's just he's just an accidental tourist if you will
1: (laughs) yes and also for people who have been following this it also explains why his instagram has been private until very recently
0: he's he really is who he's saying he is yes he's really the shy guy
1: he's the shy guy no
0: instagram (laughs) that's bordering on psychotic
1: So Jason opens up a bit more now. He says that growing up, he would look at his friends and would feel like he wasn't good enough. Hmm. And he would then try to prove himself. And he says, thanks to therapy, he's learned to speak up for what he wants. And he has his power again. And he wishes that he had known what he knows now as a kid. And Andy, you said 10 years ago, a man couldn't say that on TV.
0: Yeah, that's great. we mm-hmm. have come a long way.
1: We have. I really like him.
0: I know he's a real per. He's he's. Uh, l- There's no doubt he's a real person.
1: It's the ultimate reality TV. Watching someone like him, someone who openly admits how uncomfortable he is, someone who's uncomfortable in the first place. Well, the question I have
0: is, how did they cast him? I know, like this guy has no business on television. <laughs>
1: I know. <laughs>
0: to 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 his credit,
1: yes, no disrespect. it's a comp coming from us. That's a compliment. Yeah, I think that it goes to show that the powers that be thought he had actual potential for at least one of the women because he clearly was not cast for drama. Well, Right. And usually it's about a 50-50 split. So right. the guys like Tino and Jason. Eric, I think, is kind of somewhere in the, this like no man's land because I do think there's potential for drama there. But the guys that are clearly just quote-unquote boring from a drama standpoint, a drama. Drama. A drama standpoint. A drama. <laughs> I think our cast, because it's like, oh, there's a there's a chance for a love story. And it's so obvious that Jason falls firmly in that category. And it makes me really like him.
0: Yeah. He's a good guy. But also an investment banker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Gabby tells him now about her mother. And she says that through therapy, she's learned how to allow people to love her after not having received it as a child. And she says what's sad is she still really loves her mom. And she can't have her in her life, though, because she doesn't have, her mother doesn't have the tools to love her back. Jason looks deeply moved by this. Mm -hmm, Yeah. I don't want to compare people's reactions to this side of Gabby, but I thought he handled this really, really well.
0: Yeah, he beat Eric on this one.
1: (laughs) I I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) He just, like, he got misty-eyed. He said, I'm so sorry, so sincerely. He brought up inner child work from (sighs) therapy, which she's like, yeah, to reparent yourself. It was so specific. And, of course, she says, I appreciate being able to talk about this with a man. And then she mentions Hayden and how she said that Hayden touched on her biggest fear to learn that she's too rough. Rough and tough, as she said. Yeah, rough <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and even after all the work that she's done and his answer, quote, but he doesn't deserve for you to be open with him. Those are his issues he's projecting onto you.
0: Ah. Oh. I, Man has done work on himself.
1: Right. Man has done work. And it's such an involved, engaged answer. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I'm so sorry you went through that.
0: He's almost too real. It's uncomfortable to watch how real he is.
1: I'm just very into Jason. Okay, so they make out here now and they go out with this with the Eiffel Tower in the background, mm, and yeah. she gives them the rose, and then in her ITM cries and says that she can't believe she's so lucky. I have no complaints about Gabby. I do wish that she would feel like a little more like the guys are lucky because I think that she's awesome. But
0: I agree. Yeah. But we'll but, take it. But
1: I also love someone who shows gratitude yeah. and also can acknowledge when they are lucky. So I will leave it at that. And I
0: think she is lucky.
1: She is lucky. Yeah. But also these guys are also lucky.
0: Everyone's lucky. <laughs> Everybody lucky. <laughs>
1: okay so now it's gabby's group date they're the violent group date of the season they are practicing today the art of french boxing well, or french boxing.
0: how do i not know what that is i don't
1: know how you don't know what this is because anyone wondering andy the only sport you follow is boxing
0: true but what i don't understand is i i still after having watched this i don't know what makes french boxing french boxing
1: what's the difference did it look
0: like, what was that? It was just, they, so they're kicking and boxing. It's kickboxing.
1: Well, perhaps we would have known more if we had actually seen much of the actual fighting yeah, and it had not turned that? into an entire segment about Rachel.
0: There's finally something exciting to watch <laughs> on this show and they cut it to nothing.
1: Yeah. This by the way, I, I
0: disapprove of this, this. I don't think that people understand how much it hurts and how much damage can be caused by getting hit with headgear on
1: oh yeah no it's so true I I, I,
0: again like I don't know why they would expose themselves to this kind of liability (laughs) like it's trust me when I say this getting punched in the nose with headgear on does not feel any better (laughs) than getting punched in the nose without headgear on yeah and getting punched in the nose is in my top 10 things of stuff I don't like
1: Well, luckily for you, we didn't see any of that happen. No. Because this entire group date was hijacked hard by Rachel and... I, I don't want to say Rachel and her insecurities, but I'm oh, not really yeah. sure how else to put her. She's
0: going to get it this this episode. We love Rachel, but she's going to get it.
1: Forworn. Yeah, I, that's the thing is I really do like Rachel. I really do. And I respect having insecurities as a woman. I totally do. I just think that... There was some overreaction here.
0: This is going to be a tough love episode. This is going to be a tough love. Tough episode. love, Rachel. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We love you, but yep.
1: it's got to be done. Propel thyself.
0: It's a business we've chosen. We got to do our job.
1: So Rachel joins Gabby now to watch the competition, the actual boxing competition. Rachel says that she is bringing the guys on Gabby's date for a chance to have some interaction before their group date. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. They're not not sitting near each other. The men are on the other side. They're watching their friends, their peers with whom they are far closer than they are with her, all dressed up in fancy boxing clothes, fight each other. No chance they're going to be engaged in that and no, sort of no. starry eyed for the stuff going on.
0: Yeah, no, no. They're completely. going to be going
1: like this. <laughs> Where's that girl I've talked to for 30 minutes total?
0: It's so true.
1: I Do I sound harsh?
0: No, it's true. You're just speaking truth.
1: So Rachel immediately points this out to Gabby. And even Gabby, we got to talk about her reaction. She was like, no. And Rachel's like, yes, look, none of them are looking at me. They're looking at the other guys they are looking at the action. She fell for it. She fell for it. She, she you're right. She fell
0: for it. As you said so eloquently, there is nothing more obvious than that was staged to make her feel bad.
1: Yes. Why do they need to be there at all?
0: They were. Prod- they had
1: a crowd. I don't know who those people were, they, but it's not like they needed the other guys to cheer on those guys fighting. Yeah.
0: They're like, "This is the most guy thing that's going to happen this whole season. Mm-hmm. Let's bring in the other guys to be totally focused on a thing that's not Rachel."
1: One hundred percent, and it's not like Rachel was even there to like help judge. No, and you think that it's a coincidence that the guys fighting before fighting had to profess their feelings to Gabby. No. Like, since when does that even happen? You don't even see that on most of these competition fights, yeah. competition it's a, dates.
0: It's like you're in high school and the guy's like, OK, here's a pop quiz. It's going to be half your grade for the year. Oh, and also, <laughs> just just, just aside, there's free beer and pizza across the hallway. <laughs> but yeah, quiz.
1: Well, you know, it's not totally different because while the quiz would, would serve them mm-hmm. to ace, yeah. Paying attention to Rachel would serve them because it's going to make them go further and further in this game. They are distracted by the shiny thing happening right now. We cannot forget the friendships that are built. They have spent so much more time with each other than with her.
0: There's no. They question. like each other
1: more than they like Not the women. Not to mention at this everything point.
0: is stressful. Everything is stressful. They're forced to do embarrassing things. To yes. prepare stuff. To worry about saying the wrong thing. To impress. To be competing with. And finally, they get to watch guys beating each other up. Yeah. Like, I would, it would be like the greatest joy ever yeah. to experience that. I wouldn't blame a single man for ignoring both women.
1: I also have to mention, though, that the guys did address her. So her yeah. group of guys come in and briefly they say, Miss you guys, good to see you. Just sort of like politely waving. And when you're in the role of contestant on this show, you don't really know what you're allowed to get away with. Not enough, almost. Like, you don't realize that, yeah, yeah, until it's too late. Yeah, you can go and sit next to the lead. You can sneak to their suite after hours when everyone else is asleep. You can send them flowers or whatever. You can do whatever the hell you want. But as a contestant, most of the time you're kind of like, well, oh, we're all in this group. This is where we're supposed to be. Okay, we'll do that. It's more likely than not that they just thought that they weren't supposed to be talking to her. Understandably, for Gabby, Gabby's date.
0: Producers.
1: So now while the guys are boxing, it's basically a montage. Usually this would be a climactic moment in the episode where the violence would be all, they would milk this typically. Oh yeah. But instead we hear Logan talk about how he only has eyes for Gabby. They're just, they keep twisting the knife in Rachel and we keep hearing Rachel break down. And within the montage, we learn that Spencer wins. He wins some private time with Gabby in the evening, but we don't know why he won
0: (laughs) apparently kick some ass
1: (laughs) apparently apparently he said nice words he boxed well and how frustrating that instead it was all about rachel yeah and i have i do have sympathy for rachel i just it's frustrating when i like i still want to know why gabby's giving roses to other people like i still want to hear their conversations i still want to know what's going on and the fun bits so group dates are usually the fun bits usually I hate how few and far between they are. This was something I was looking forward to. It's like, okay, we've had two one-on-ones. They were nice, sure, but I want to laugh.
0: I think they've just honed in on Rachel's insecurities and that's it. They're like, everyone's like all hands on deck. You're Let's right. Let's milk this.
1: Yes. At the expense of entertainment. Yeah. Because there but, will be but, entertainment, but But it's then later. it's
0: looking in the looking glass. Does it become more entertainment that the entertainment is foregone for... Rachel's insecurity. Which is
1: what happens later, actually. Mm. <laughs> okay, so now it's the evening with Spencer. Gabby learns that he comes from the military, and we learn that Gabby comes from a military background. Yeah. I do find it funny that, amidst this military background, that like the discussion about how special the military is, yeah. Spencer's wearing Louboutins that look like they've never been worn before. Yeah. I don't I, know why did they just stuck out like a sore thumb during this conversation. <laughs> Thank and you it,
0: for your service.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And Andy, you said, do you think they got those for him? And I strongly felt that if the show did reward him with Louboutins for some reason, that they would pat themselves on the back yeah. and show it.
0: I also don't think Louboutin needs to advertise no. on The Bachelorette.
1: <laughs> no, the Louboutins are not in the guy's gift bags when they move into the mansion, yeah. I don't think. I, I didn't
0: know that Louboutin made men's shoes.
1: Oh, yeah, they do. And well, you
0: know the, the sole is red. That's, they've got a trademark on it. I that. don't
1: know if they have a trademark on that. Or a I
0: don't. so I guess, it's a, that you can't have a red sole Maybe he's wearing
1: sh- other shoes that just have red soles.
0: Oh, so that shows that they don't have a patent. I Maybe don't know. We're, we're maligning him for wearing Louboutins, <laughs> but he's actually just wearing like Adidas.)
1: So they basically bond over the specialness of the military here mm. and make out that's literally all we see.
0: <laughs> that's enough, I guess.
1: Meanwhile, far more important matters, Rachel continues to be upset about her group of guys. Mm. She says, "I'm not here to beg the these guys to act like they want me." She's very tearful. I had to note how no one has given her a tissue. Her face is like dripping wet. No one gets her a tissue. You want to keep those
0: tears flowing.
1: Yeah, well, I've been in that position before and have asked for a tissue and have been told no. Yeah. They don't want you to dry those tears or to make your face look better. That's the money. That's the money shot right there. That's
0: it. It's like burning money.
1: And she says that she felt more wanted as a contestant on Clayton's season than here as The Bachelorette.
0: No, but she made less money. (laughs) trade-off
1: she made any money really meanwhile gabby's giving spencer the rose but you know he's chopped liver who cares about that because rachel now visits the guys and gives them a piece of her mind Mm -hmm. she once again brings up how she went through a lot at the last rose ceremony i wrote it's not their fault though no
0: it's not they're not the ones
1: i refuse to believe that that would affect everyone the way it affected her Like, she kind of acts like they should be so attuned to how humiliated she felt, but she's kind of asking them to be a little psychic.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Especially since we all know that one of the three guys came back, and two of them, was she really going to prick either of them?
0: No. (laughs) No disrespect.
1: So she's giving them peace of her mind. She's ripping into them about how they didn't make eye contact, they didn't engage with her. And Andy, you said that's a bad look love me more that was 100 times more embarrassing than those guys not accepting her rose yeah
0: she brought it on herself i don't think she thought this through
1: i don't think so either it kind of came off as a bit of a hot-headed petulant moment Mm -hmm, if i'm honest and it felt to me anyway like a gross overreaction it wasn't her group date the guys were there watching an event they felt that they were an audience to. You know, it didn't really seem, if I were a contestant, I wouldn't have known that I should be acting a certain way or flirting from across a ring either. She came at them like they were this group of insensitive assholes.
0: It's too much. It was way too much.
1: It was.
0: And and there shouldn't have been nothing. She should have not addressed this at all.
1: Yeah, and it kind of came off a bit like, once in a while, you'll get a lead who does this, and it's it's usually a bachelorette, but someone who's kind of like wagging her finger at them for their bad behavior.
0: Yeah, it makes you feel like a scolded child, which is about the most unromantic, unsexy thing you can feel.
1: And it's not the first time you've pointed that out, that dynamic.
0: Yeah. Mother-child is not good for for the, uh, you know, <laughs> this is a, huh, huh.
1: So after she leaves, the guys half-heartedly say there was some opportunity to talk to her. But it just sort of feels like they're all a little on edge. It's like you don't want to say the wrong thing. No one wants to be like, oh, she's overreacting. So instead they're like, oh, yeah. We...
0: Everyone's walking on eggshells. Yes. No one wants to be walking on eggshells in a relationship. It's a bad precedent.
1: Yes. And I don't want to be an asshole here. I'm going to wait till we get further. I'm not. I'm getting ahead of myself.
0: So you'll be an asshole later. <laughs> Save it. Asshole is a dish bester of coal.
1: <laughs> I just know what I'm going to say, but you know, there's just more evidence. Yeah, yeah, later. no, I, I'm with you. Okay, so it's the next day now. It's it's Rachel's group date, mm. and the guys run towards her. Now they compliment her. They shower her with affection. She addresses her group and says she wants to feel chosen. And Andy, you said, "Love me, love me." <laughs> And Rachel says, hopefully today you can prove that you do choose me and you do want to be here. Okay, want to head inside? <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> they walk inside and some French couples making out. And Rachel says that they are her friends, Flora and Boris, and they are experts in all things romance. And now the gentlemen have to take turns flirting with her without using words. Mm. And it's a pretty Oof. awkward disaster. This is
0: rough. This is where you thought when you were cast on The Bachelorette, you're like, oh, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be nonstop fun, yeah. good times.
1: Until you're told to make out with your fist.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, Ethan crawls on the floor towards her.
0: Oh, poor Ethan.
1: They have to make out with their fists. And then there's the art of smelling. We're blindfolded. Rachel has to smell their armpits.
0: I actually like this one.
1: Yeah, that one doesn't bother me as much. No, because
0: it's actually true. I think if you like the smell of someone when they smell bad, that's a very good baseline for being in a relationship. True.
1: And then they have to write love letters to her. Andy, this is where you said this is torture. Mm -hmm. And when they read them, she says, you guys, you make me feel so special. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it took. Andy, you said it's like an SNL sketch. Yeah. And as they continue to read their poems, she is just glowing. She's happy as a clam. And Andy, you said case closed.
0: That's it. They love me.
1: Yeah, that now they like her. She yeah. she told them what the issue was. That's right. And everything they're doing now comes from an authentic a, place, completely uh, exactly. unprompted.
0: All it took was for producers to tell them, you have to write a love letter to Rachel, and if you don't, you're going to look like an idiot. And, and that's it. And also, also for love her. her
1: to angrily reprimand them the night before about how they're not showing her enough affection. The there perfection.
0: is nothing more satisfying and more meaningful than and the authentic. love you receive from threats. <laughs> Love.
1: Okay so that's what gets me here Is We always talk about Show don't tell It's like She's saying Tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me You can tell how someone really feels about you By how they show you When you don't tell them What you want them to show you Of course Or to tell you
0: Now she's gonna get bullshit Now she's gonna get guys who are scared We're like
1: I love you <laughs> Now she's gonna get a bunch of Tylers
0: <laughs> Tyler oh, We'll get Tyler. there Tyler
1: but yeah, I feel like we weren't supposed to find this segment funny, the poetry no. segment. But he was hysterical after Amazing. her wagging her finger at them. And after them being told they had to write poems for her and her just eating it up. It was hysterically funny.
0: It's like medieval torture. It's like, <laughs> little, uh, can you imagine someone saying, you better love me better. You're going to love me. You will love me. And then you have to write a poem of love about them. <laughs> I am just like, you know what? I'll take the waterboarding. Just, just <laughs> waterboard me. I'm not writing a poem.
1: Well, someone really lives up to this. Oh, my God. I mean, he embraces this task yeah. with passion. Oh, no. With Doug, gusto.
0: Dylan Thomas. <laughs> Dylan Thomas actually died at the White Horse Tavern down in the West Village. No way. He drank himself to death. And, a, and the, the the as legend has it, which I'm sure is BS, there's a dent in the bar where his head hit when he literally dropped dead of alcohol poisoning
1: oh my god and they never fixed it because it's dylan thomas yeah, it's
0: bullshit but the, <laughs> he did die at the white Horse tavern he drank himself to that's death that's
1: such a poet thing to do dylan a very, thomas I mean, great poet
0: and, and a great drinker a phenomenal drinker
1: now tyler steps up to the plate and he says not only did he write a poem he wrote it the night before yeah which Unprompted. makes it
0: makes it more embarrassing <laughs>
1: Well, in this setting, it makes him more of a gallant white knight because he didn't need to be told to write a poem for her. Yeah. Well, he just needed to be yelled at first.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he, it closes with, though I may get hurt once again, it's worth every second to feel again. Did
0: you know that again rhymes with again? <laughs> I didn't know that. Again, again, they rhyme. It's literally a masterclass in how not to write poetry. The worst poem ever.
1: So, I mean, surprising nobody, Tyler wins the evening portion of this group date. So private time with Rachel. Hmm. He's just he's doing everything right.
0: Or that depends how you define right, but yes.
1: And I don't want to lay it on too hard. Because look, remember, as we said earlier in this episode, we really like Rachel. I have long liked Rachel all through Clayton's season.
0: Yeah, we're Rachel fans. Yeah. That's why as 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 we can bust your balls.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, we, re- we recap the show and yeah, we, all, all... We expect
0: the- a lot from her.
1: Yes, exactly. And we're
0: not getting a lot this episode. Yes. We're getting very little.
1: Actually, what I was about to talk about isn't even about her personality. It's about the fit of this dress.
0: Oh, that too, yeah.
1: How is it possible that they do not have someone fitting her for a proper strapless bra? And And clearly this dress had like a cup at the top. It was way too high and the combo with the... Strapless bra gave like the double boob on each side. It was just so frustrating.
0: I'm gonna stay out of this one. <laughs> She's on her own. She is on her own. It,
1: it. That's how it feels.
0: Yeah, they've let her on her own in every aspect.
1: So Rachel and Tyler toast, and Rachel says she wants to hear more about his poem. God. <laughs> and Tyler. She's the
0: only person in the world.
1: <laughs> Tyler reveals his past relationship now. And said he had bought a house for him and his ex. All that
0: basketball money.
1: Meanwhile, that ex broke up with him, left him brokenhearted. And he said it was hard, but he learned about the unconditional love he has in him to give. Mm. And that feeling that is 10 times better than the pain of losing someone, of being heartbroken. It's so better to have not loved afraid. and
0: lost than have never loved at all. Yes. As Shakespeare said, and Shakespeare, who was inspired by Tyler, to write his poetry.
1: <laughs> Rachel seriously relates to this now and says that she's exactly like him. And he says the hardest part is trying to find somebody who can love as hard as you can. Love hard.
0: (laughs) This time it's hard.
1: (laughs) Uh. Tyler says he wants to be somebody's rock. And he's happy to cook and clean while she's away. And when he walks into a room, she's the only person he sees yeah Rachel eats this up obviously he passes this test Mm -hmm. this pop quiz if you will with flying colors and gets the rose I guess what I am so bothered by in this is how inauthentic it feels this is not a normal conversation that happens between two people in the you know in the early stages of dating we learned absolutely nothing and maybe it was left on the editing room floor it just felt like just Laying it on thick, layer after layer after layer of just thick, creamy, buttery frosting. Well, what it
0: feels like, it feels like she's like a like a like a medieval king. And it's just like like auditioning gestures. Yes. And like if someone's not funny, they get beheaded.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, oh for the head. Yeah,
1: it's like tell me all the right things. Yeah.
0: And then some guy's funny. He's like, oh ha! I am humored by this man. <laughs> <He stays>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He got smiles. Yes.
0: Now the, apparently the king is Borat, <laughs> king of Kazakhstan. I, I don't know how that happened, but you get the point.
1: Okay. So Logan now yeah. has a chat with Jesse, and of course this is conveniently after Rachel's breakdown. Yeah. This is when it's shown anyway. Yeah. I appreciate how Logan acknowledges here that he'll be added to quote the laundry list of disappointments. This is definitely a theme that the men are disappointing her. Okay. We'll we'll circle back to that. Okay, so now it's the Rose Ceremony cocktail party. And the ladies toast the guys and the vibe is generally very harmonious. The ladies are thankful for the guys stepping up and all that stuff. And Gabby and Nate talk. She says she always feels like she's seen by him. And he says he always notices things they Mm. make out.
0: He notices things.
1: Yeah. He not only points out the things that he notices, but then after pointing out those things, talks about how he notices things. So (laughs) Rachel and Hayden now have one-on-one time. Hayden shows her a book. I don't know who made this book.
0: Who knows? If,
1: if this is a book he travels with.
0: This is his book. Like his
1: dog's cancer dog. He, he,
0: goes, he never leaves home without it.
1: So the book is an album of his dog, Rambo. And we learn in his ITM that he's concerned about getting a rose. Mm -hmm. And the music kind of sort of suggests that he's using Rambo as a strategy to get a rose. He tells Rachel that Rambo was diagnosed with a brain tumor and Rambo only has a few months left. And he wouldn't be there on that virgin cruise ship if he did not see a future with Rachel. Andy, you said he's using his dog's brain tumor to make himself look like a martyr
0: amazing amazing it's never been done before he's a maverick
1: <laughs> i mean things of this ilk have been done before but i think a dog's brain tumor is the first it's the first of its kind
0: yeah no one's more upset about this than rambo
1: <laughs> i don't know based on the unconditional love rambo seems to have for hayden as we hear about later i feel like there's nothing hayden could do wrong in rambo's eyes
0: maybe but if rambo could be embarrassed he is <laughs>
1: He shows Rachel his dog's cancer duck, a stuffed animal, but says that that's too big to carry around. So instead he carries around the cancer duck's paw. I was sort of interested in the logistics of this. So did he take off the... I mean, it's not a paw. It's like the foot. I
0: didn't understand any of this.
1: It was sort of like a clown car of... Thick. Of ick. Thank you. I don't know how else to put
0: it. Rambo is sitting at home, (laughs) dying of brain cancer. And this guy is using him to try to get laid on national TV.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Even
0: worse. He's trying to get to the point where he can get more Instagram followers on national TV.
1: This is such a sad thing, his situation with Rambo. But instead, he somehow made it funny. It's
0: almost impossible. It's almost impossible. Yes. It's like a challenge. It's It's like an improv class, except the goal is to... Turn something completely unfunny. Yes. Funny. Yes. It's like the ultimate improv challenge. And he did it.
1: I mean, that's talent right there. Brain
0: cancer dog. Yes. Almost worse than brain cancer human. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> Almost. So Rachel goes off with Tino now, and Hayden is all haughty and offended now. Mm. He goes around venting to everyone, including Meatball. And now like, we I've see I've been
0: preparing this Rambo speech for six months. And I got no respect. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: I got a book made. Yeah, I was like, all ready to go. <laughs> I've been carrying around this this duck yeah. paw in yeah, his my dog, jacket. This dog
0: doesn't even have cancer. <laughs> Rambo's meanwhile, he's like chasing squirrels. Totally healthy. <laughs> oh, no. Totally manufactured bullshit. <laughs>
1: I mean, I wouldn't put it past him.
0: Oh, now that we know him? Yeah. I honestly... And what a liar he is. I don't even think he has a dog.
1: (laughs) Someone else's dog. Yeah. Okay, so Hayden vents to Meatball now, and Meatball talks about how Hayden talks about the women and we get a sepia-toned flashback of all the horrible things <laughs> Hayden has said, including him referring to the two ladies as bitches. Mm. So now Rachel and Meatball have one-on-one time. Meatball reveals that Hayden has said the ladies were overreacting to what he'd said, the rough around the edges thing, that word.
0: The word, yeah. <laughs> Long <laughs> word. The longest word in the English language.
1: <laughs> he'd made a comparison to his ex in the context of their boobs And that he'd said, I don't trust these bitches. So Hayden is awful. But also Meatball is really playing his role well here.
0: Oh, yeah. You always
1: need a Meatball.
0: You always do need a Meatball. Yeah. Someone who will do this. Yeah.
1: And someone who will get someone like Hayden off the show as fast as possible. I was happy about this because I honestly cannot stand Hayden.
0: Oftentimes, I feel a little irritated by guys who do this. Yes.
1: Who basically throw someone under
0: the bus. Even if they deserve it. Yeah. But Hayden needs to go. Yes. Hayden's terrible.
1: He's terrible. Rachel storms into the room now with the guys. And we hear Hayden continuing to talk about his dog's brain tumor. And venting about how Rachel didn't have time for him. And Rachel sternly says, Hayden. I love how that's all Mm. she says. It was very motherly. She walks in the room and she's like, Hayden.
0: And if Hayden's like, oh, nice, she's going to apologize for the Rambo stuff. (laughs) Idiot.
1: (laughs) So Rachel confronts him, and he indeed thinks that she's upset about hearing that he was complaining to the guys about her leaving the conversation about Rambo early. Mm. And she says, it's not about that. She tells him what Meatball had said without naming Meatball. And Hayden denies, denies, denies. Of course. This is not surprising. Rachel asks him to just own up to it. He continues to deny and she sends him home. Mm. This was satisfying.
0: Yeah. It's usually, I'm not, I don't feel great about this. Well, actually, recently there's been a couple of good ones. Chris was a good one. Yes. Yeah. He needed to go. Yeah. But I felt very good about this. Hayden sucks.
1: <laughs> Hayden does suck. He's very—he's one of those contestants you love to hate. Yeah. Uh, the guys discuss meanwhile, and we hear Jordan H saying she walked him out like it's as simple as I don't want to see her upset again. She was upset with us two nights ago with some other stuff. <laughs> I don't know why this made me laugh so hard. I shouldn't it's have like, found this that funny. It just feels like every it's single... It's like a
0: blanket. It's <laughs> like all upset <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> it's like she was upset about some other stuff. Yeah, uh, you
0: know, general things.
1: <laughs> okay, I just, I wrote living in fear. Yeah. So Hayden now has walked off the ship, and in his goodbye ITM says, I really wanted to see this work, but I want Rambo more. I know right now for a fact, no one has the amount of love I have for Rambo and that Rambo has for me. I'm blessed that I have Rambo who loves me unconditionally. Rachel, I hope you find someone who treats you the way Rambo treats me. I'm ready. I'm ready to see Rambo.
0: Listen, there is nothing on earth that I want to laugh about less than a dog with brain cancer. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Yep. I can't think of anything less. Yes. Yes. But somehow, some way. It's talent. This beast made me chuckle about a dog with brain cancer.
1: Yeah. Hayden, what a strange bird he is. He also, by the way, seemed utterly wasted. Wasted. I have a feeling that Hayden gets really drunk a lot of the time.
0: I think that is a good feeling you have.
1: He's one of those guys that seems a little like buttoned up and he's all like, oh, I'm a a gentleman. And then when he starts to lace in a bit, he just starts saying he calls women bitches. And- yeah,
0: I agree. Jekyll and Hyde. Yes. Or just Jekyll and Jekyll and I don't know.
1: Is Jekyll the bad Hyde-ish one?
0: Hyde-ish and Hyde. I don't remember. Is Jekyll the bad Dr. guy? Dr.
1: Jekyll, Mr. Hyde.
0: Oh, Mr. Hyde is the bad guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. A doctor is, a, I mean, he's a Yeah, a doctor respectable. Yeah. So he's, he's basically Dr. Hyde and Mr. Hyde. <laughs>
1: okay. Meanwhile, Rachel says she's sick of this. There being something every single night and flops onto a sofa and balls. And of course, Jesse now cancels the rest of the cocktail party, meaning she doesn't talk to anyone else. No. OK, we have to talk about this for a second because, look, look, I have I f- I feel for Rachel in terms of like, yes, she has her insecurities. She felt humiliated in public. And that's. The two of those things together, I think, was very triggering for her. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like there comes a point where you have to acknowledge that you are feeding the beast. Yeah. She is giving the reaction that will only continue stuff like this happening every night. You didn't see stuff happening to Gabby tonight. No. Because Gabby resists even when the guys told her honestly really offensive things. In, in my opinion, what Gabby was told, even in quote-unquote private, even though it's on national television, was far more insulting than Rachel's rose being turned down. I, to me, what Gabby went through was worse, in, just in my personal opinion. It felt more pointed and personal. But she resisted making it a big scene. She didn't give She's, out a rose, and then she kind of like moved on from it.
0: She has made herself a sympathetic character, Whereas Rachel has not.
1: Exactly. By flailing too much. It's like someone who doesn't know how to swim. And so they start making themselves sink faster. Or it's like in a
0: movie. What what scenes do you cry at in a movie? You don't cry when someone's bawling. They're like, "Ah, my life sucks. No, you cry when someone shows strength in the face of adversity. Yes,
1: exactly. She is the one that is feeding this beast with her own reactions. Yeah. And I wish that she had a little more wherewithal to recognize that the powers that be in the situation are not her friends. It's not the guys. But
0: also a lot of the guys that she's most upset about and crying over are guys she didn't really like in the first place.
1: Yes. And also, but even that, you think that those three guys, that the the producers or the powers that be didn't know that they wanted Gabby and maybe they egged her on to put them on her list?
0: For someone that seems to be playing along with a script... She's really oblivious to the plot. I think if Rachel just acted like Rachel, she'd be doing
1: great. And number one item on the agenda is stop trusting the very people who are throwing these things at you. And they are, of course, tapping into her deepest insecurities intentionally. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like she thought that very naively that becoming the lead would mean that she was in the clear. She wasn't going to be manipulated anymore.
0: Right. More manipulation.
1: More, especially when there's two of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now it's the a very cold rose ceremony I wrote Ooh. because they looked freezing. Gabby gives her roses to Nate, Eric, Johnny, Michael, and Mario. And Andy, you said, Mario, nine lives.
0: <laughs> Can't kill this guy. Like Jason Voorhees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Rachel gives hers to Avon, Meatball, Zach, Ethan, and Logan. So we oh. knew Logan would be sticking around because yeah, he's been course. waffling. So interestingly, from here on out, they gave Logan... Co- Like villain music, suggesting Mm. he was leading Rachel on. He shouldn't have accepted her rose. But you and I actually felt that he did the gentlemanly thing here. Oh,
0: yeah. He gets my A-game award.
1: Well, Well, we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm not sure I agree. But you could argue that Logan should not have accepted her rose and should have pulled her aside. But I think for the sake of harmony, for the sake of her feelings, she'd had a rough night. She canceled her cocktail party. You know, she talked about what happened at the last rose ceremony. She's been crying so much. She's had a rough week. I think that he did the gentlemanly thing.
0: Absolutely. To not do it
1: in public.
0: Yeah. He which said, is you her know what? Thing. You know what? I'd be doing this for myself. Yes. For TV. Yes. But I'm going to do this for Rachel.
1: Yes, She doesn't
0: need this right now.
1: Yes, he can do it in private since she kept talking about it being public.
0: He is, he is beyond his years in maturity. Yeah, That was a very a subtle, mature move on yes. his
1: part. It was so weird how they made him seem kind of bad after that. I was no. like, I think he did the right Logan's thing. Logan's
0: not bad. Logan's Logan's actually playing this game in the right way. Yeah. Two women who he likes somewhat each.
1: <laughs> yeah. And when Rachel and he's making handed- a decision. Yeah. And Rachel offered him her rose. Partly because she kind of claimed him, she made it yeah. clear she really liked Logan, yeah. remember, on that first group date, and so re- and so Gabby backed off. Yeah. I don't think he's done much wrong. He's
0: not beholden to her rose, no he can choose his own adventure,
1: <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the end of the episode, so speaking of your a game, you think Logan deserves it, but i I sort of wonder if Tyler does
0: no Tyler will Tyler you're still like- never. <laughs> get any award from me
1: no but look at it this way i'm I'm only playing devil's advocate yes logan did the right thing but you could argue his game got him in this predicament meanwhile tyler has now edged himself up to being a front runner of sorts by strategizing i don't know whether or not it was a strategy but based on rachel's breakdown he was like oh this poem i already had it in my pocket
0: no rachel's poor decision making does not make for a game (laughs) Let's be clear.
1: Okay, so in your eyes, Logan is still the A-game winner.
0: Logan's power move to say, not here, not now. That was A-game.
1: Okay. I'm not going to argue Subtle, with that. Yeah. but A-game. Not I do rest. think Tyler is is here to play, as you would say. <sighs> we can ridicule him about how hard he loves... He loves and so hard. And how hard it is to find someone else who loves that hard. So
0: hard, so hard.
1: <laughs> but that is game in a sense.
0: Eh. He uh. got the rose.
1: Eh. Okay, so now for our word watch, Andy, there were zero regrets. And
0: 55 correct guesses. Wow. I'm shocked. Yeah. I would have thought there was a guaranteed at least one yeah. regret.
1: Yeah, But no, 55 people guessed correctly. We have one winner. Rachel Alpert You are the grand prize winner. You win $100 to one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, Mm -hmm. Furano Studios. Please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your fabulous prize. And Andy, do you have a word for next week?
0: Devastated.
1: (laughs) That's good, actually. That's a good one. that's a good one. Okay, so the word for next week is devastated. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to join in the Shandy Word Watch Fun and have a chance to win... We're back to the other prize. $120 to Caitlin Bristow's wine brand, Spade and Sparrows. By commenting either below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap, the number of times using the numeral you think the word devastated will be uttered. And if you guess correctly, you will be entered in a draw, and then one name will be selected, and that person wins $120 in delicious wine not
0: quite as good as the 1.28 billion megamillion <laughs> but
1: close much
0: easier to win
1: <laughs> true all right andy it's now time for our predictions as usual we will start with gabby mm. because we go in alphabetical order here mm-hmm. who do you have in your top spot for gabby
0: mm, i've got mario <laughs>
1: <laughs> what does it mean when that's just funny
0: i don't know but let's just let it lie
1: who do you really have in your top spot? I've got Eric. I also have Eric. I don't think any explanation needed. No. Like Jason really pulled ahead as we knew he would, but I still think her favorite is Eric. Indeed. So who do you have in your second spot?
0: Newcomer Jason.
1: Yes. My one hesitation with Jason is that it'll take him a little longer than necessary to open up. You know, not not to speak in bachelor terms about opening up, but yeah, yeah. that is a struggle. Mm-hmm. And also he doesn't seem funny. No. Like, I'm not getting a lot of laughter. It feels like she's the one delivering the quips and he's kind of like, ha, ha, ha.
0: Yeah. In some way it may work, but it's, Mm. I don't know if it's long term Mm -mm. or even like short to medium term.
1: (laughs) All right. So in your third spot for Gabby. I got Logan. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Keeping things interesting. Yeah. I just can't really picture Rachel handling this in a way where Gabby would take him on.
0: Well, that's why I have him (laughs) in third.
1: Okay. Well, in my third spot, I have Nate. All right. Yeah. I think it says a lot that you bumped Nate to fourth.
0: I think Nate is entering the friend zone.
1: Okay. I don't totally disagree with that. It's really just mostly Eric with a little bit of Jason at this point, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I wasn't sure whether to put Spencer or Logan in that fourth spot, but I strongly feel that if Spencer were going to make it to final four territory, we would have seen more from him I agree than just a pair of Louboutins. <laughs> so I have Logan as a wild card choice in my fourth spot.
0: All right, good.
1: Okay, so for Rachel, who do you have in your top spot?
0: Tino all the way.
1: Yeah, same. It just seems like a no-brainer. He says all all the right things. He's got to really screw up at this point. Yes. And in your second spot for Rachel?
0: Zach.
1: Same. To be honest, our entire top four is the same for Rachel. Oh, really? just list it right here. Yeah. We both have Zach in second, Avon in third, and Tyler in fourth. It kind of sounds like we weren't into this episode, but we were. But I do think it was for the wrong reasons. It was. Like when Rachel went and confronted the guys all angrily, we were cracking up. Yeah. It, was, it just felt over the top.
0: Yeah, everything felt wrong. I feel like they were trying to make us laugh. I'm going to assume that.
1: And you're giving them a lot of credit. But they're smart. <laughs> the powers that be... I mean, they are good in a sick way at yeah. eliciting these reactions from Rachel. And
0: 21 years of yeah. solid ratings. Can't argue with that.
1: I guess my takeaway is I wish Rachel... Would realize it.
0: To coin a very hackneyed phrase, she cannot see the forest through the trees. Maybe she'll turn around. Maybe it's an arc or like a reverse. It's like a... (laughs) Instead of... It's...
1: (laughs) Well, if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and... TikTok. Tell your friends, leave us Apple and... Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast that you enjoy. And on that note, I think that's a wrap. I think it is. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy.